in today's show. It's going to do a quick little show discussing the differences between a points league and a category league and which players see the biggest changes in their valuation. I think that's important to note. Michael Bort Michael Bolton? No. Michael Bolton also thinks it's important. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Now, I was going to make a habit, or I still am going to make a habit of doing the Market Watch Monday show, but... That was where we look at what's changed over the last week in ranks and in ADPs, and literally nothing has changed. Yahoo doesn't have ADP data up. They haven't changed their ranks. ESPN hasn't changed their ranks. Um, So I can't do it, but we'll do it next week, and then we'll look to do it weekly after that. But what I thought I'd do here, I am going to do a season preview for the Orlando Magic later on today. It's going to be really, really interesting, I think, just where the hell does John Isaac fit in? Bunkero, Bumba. Carter, uh, Suggs or Fultz or Anthony. There's so many question marks to that team. I'm going to talk to Phil from Locked On Magic later today. But what I thought I'd do, because people will always ask, and they, yeah, everything you talk about is categories, and that's just not that's not true for a start. Most of the stuff that I talk about on this show is equally as applicable to category leagues or to points leagues. But there are a few players whose value really does change quite significantly depending on the format of your league. If you don't know what a category league is versus a points league, I did do that when we did the show on how to set up a league. I discussed the differences there. But basically a points league, and it's really hard to be totally specific with a points league because you know, people will say, oh yeah, the, the, the way to get fun in a points league is you've got to do custom settings. Well, that makes it impossible really to talk about players' values. So when I do talk points leagues, when I talk players' values, I talk Yahoo, standard, default, points league settings. So if your league has bonuses for double-doubles or penalties for um, field goals attempted or whatever, you have to be able to take that into account. And generally when I'm talking about a player, again, the values, they stay relatively similar across category leagues and points leagues and whatever format. But you will know your own individual league better than I do because I can't know your individual league to that degree. But these are just some players that I do think it's important to look at that when we talk a general value and well actually let me finish that thought when we talk about generate generalities with these players that when you've got to sort of make some mental calculations well this guy in a points league is going to be significantly higher or this guy in a category league is going to be significantly higher or you know, vice versa lower in each of those depending on how we're looking at that the other thing that's important to note is that when fantasy sites yahoo espn fan tracks Sleeper, probably not as much sleeper because they only do one format, which is, and their points, their default points format is pretty bad as well. Um, Is that when they put out their ranks, they don't actually tell us what they're based on. 
And often there's some sort of weird hybrid between category league value and points league value. And ADP gets skewed because, you know, 60% of leagues are doing category leagues and 40% of leagues or 30% of leagues are doing points leagues. So ADP gets skewed depending on what you're doing there. And often, like, for example, off the top of my head, Ja Morant in um, Yahoo's rankings is ranks 14th, which is totally fine for a points league, but you wouldn't have any interest in taking him there in a category league. And it's important to be able to understand which players get those big ups and big downs in their overall value when you're comparing different league types. That is that is important for sure to be able to understand you know, where that difference lies and who has um, more value or less value in those different formats and how you apply that when you're looking at a site's pre-ranks or ADP, which gets heavily skewed by what the site's pre-rank is, how they've based that out and where that difference lies. So in saying all that... Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> Let's have a look at players who, in my projections, are ranked higher in points leagues. And some of them, some of them significantly higher, as you'll see on this list. Um, RJ Barrett is probably the poster child for that. He will often read, nearly always, come in with a ranking where you go, I guess it's reasonable, but then you consider that RJ Barrett's never been a top 100 category league player. And I'm just going to double check this. I don't even know whether he's been a top 200 category league player at any point in his first three seasons in terms of per game finish. Um, let me just double check that. Oh, no, that's that's not true. He was 139th in 2020, 2021. 211th last year, 283rd as a rookie, despite playing 30 minutes a night in all of those seasons and increasing his scoring rate in all those seasons. So when he comes in and Yahoo's ranked him 81st, you look at that and go, well, that's just miles off where he was last season. But for a points league, it probably makes a little bit of sense. And for everyone who I've got in the top 200 of my ranks, both points and categories, the biggest discrepancy between any player's points versus category ranks was Rowan Barrett. He's about 90 spots higher in a points league than he is in a category league. Now, again, category league rankings aren't as important as they are in points leagues because you've got to take categorical value, you've got to take team build, you've got to take punting and all that stuff into consideration. So Barrett's probably not actually that low when you consider it and the value of his scoring. But in terms of valuation, pre-ranks on sites, player raiders, understand that Barrett's going to have significantly more value in a points league and obviously significantly less value in a category league because of his low steals, low blocks, bad field goals, bad free throws. Subpar rebounds, not great assists. He's a scorer, and that's really about it. But in points league, that's all that matters. Not all that matters, but it's pretty close to all that matters. Because as we know, one of the highest correlations is usage, minutes, and fantasy points. All those things correlate some of the highest out of every correlation we did. And scoring is the most abundant stat, and you get more of that in points. It's simple, simple stuff. This one we all know, Russell Westbrook. He's about 90 spots higher in a points league as well because like Barrett, you're going to get killed with bad field goal percentage on high volume. You're going to get killed with bad free throw percentage on high volume. He still gets rebounds and assists, sure. He scores okay, but he doesn't hit any threes, so that hurts his value. Same with Barrett a bit in category leagues. Yeah, Westbrook is a guy that when we talk points leagues, he's got quite a bit of value. Like He might be a fourth or fifth round player. And if he is traded from the Lakers, he might be a second round player. In a category league, you don't want to touch him in the top 50. Probably, I 
again, it's going to depend on how you, you build things out with punting. But he just might be a guy that you don't bother drafting because of the deleterious effects he has on multiple categories. But that's all independent of your team. Well, sorry, actually dependent on your team, not independent, of course. In my projections, which yeah, I should have mentioned this to start, my projections are out in about 12 hours. Monday morning, United States time, Basketball Monster will be open with our projections, which will be updated every single day, all through the season until the very last day of the season. We will update projections every single day based on available information. It'll happen all the time, but it is out tonight. And then you get articles floating through. Um, you'll be in there chatting and talking about players, uh, all of that. So the projections are out. And when you see it, Jaden Ivey is going to be rated significantly higher in a points league versus a category league. Now, I'm going to be talking Detroit Pistons, I think, tomorrow in terms of a team preview, and we'll get an idea of how they're going to run their rotation. I'm not certain that Ivey's going to be a category league guy this year. I think he's worth it, and we'll do the show on this. Like, who do you take in the last two rounds of drafts, the flyer section? Because you don't take the guys who are low upside, like Contavious Caldwell-Pope or a Daniel Gafford, probably. You take guys who have stash ability or who have flyer upside. And maybe, and Ivy's one of those players. But he has some of that issue that Barrett and Westbrook have that maybe he's not a good three-point shooter. There might be low volume there. He's not the biggest assist player. He might not get many steals, and he might have bad field goals and subpar free throws. And for category league, that's a terrible recipe. But if he does play 30 minutes and gets 24 usage and scores 19 points a game, that's great for a points league. It might not be fantastic, but it might be okay. And he's going to have, until he proves me otherwise, his statistical fantasy profile coming out of college suits points leagues a lot more than it does for category leagues. I've got him 50 spots higher in a points league versus a category league. Andy Wiggins is another one of these players, especially since recently he started to forget how to hit free throws. He's a bad free throw shooter. He's not a high steals or blocks guy. He did really, really up his rebounds in the playoffs. But prior to that, he'd been bad at rebounds, bad at assists, low steals, low blocks. He'd been a scorer. And we know if you are a scorer with not much else, that really helps you in points leagues. If you struggle with percentages, it really dings you a lot in category leagues. And Wiggins is a player that I had 50 spots higher in points leagues and probably suits where his ranking is. If I look at Wiggins, he's one of those guys like Barrett that always gets ranked high on pre-drafts, uh, pre-ranked sites. Like on Yahoo, he's currently ranked 69th. Giggity. On ESPN, he's ranked 83rd. Uh, I, in a category league, you just don't touch him there. In a points league, sure. You, you go ahead and you have a crack in that sort of area. So I've got him about 50 spots higher in points leagues than I do in category leagues. I have Built Bar absolutely number one in category, in points, and in protein bar rankings. And there's a new flavor. Are you ready? It is Indulgent Cookie Dough. Covered in chocolate, Built Bar has done it again. The Cookie Dough Chunk Puff, a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks, and of course, like all Built Bars, covered in 100% real chocolate. All the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it. Plus, it's healthy for you. Cookie Dough Chunk Puffs are only 160 calories with a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. You know that if you are hitting the gym, and I'm going to start hitting the gym, I'm going to start working out, you're going to see me absolutely ripped. Probably not. But you're going to see me hitting the gym and smashing down those Built Bars because I know it's a great healthy treat and a great way to get protein in after a workout. And with so many good flavors thrown out, they haven't got my cookie dough chunk puff yet. Hopefully, we get them soon. And when they come, I can't wait to taste it because cookie dough, it is an absolute goaded flavor. So get to Built.com. Use the promo code LOCK15 and get the cookie dough chunk puff, but any other flavor that's there as well, because they're all bloody brilliant. So get to built.com, use the code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, 
and save yourself 15% off your order of Built Bars. Built Bar is built different. Um, let's go back and look at some more of these points league players. Kelly Oubre Jr., a guy that has some struggles with his percentages as well. He might be in line for a larger role this year with the presumed absence of uh, Miles Bridges. So Oubre, or it could be Jalen McDaniels, or it could be Gordon Haywood if he stays healthy, but there is an increased role coming for Oubre. He's again a, a guy that is significantly higher in points leagues rankings. I've got him 50 spots higher. His Yahoo pre-rank probably sits where his points rank is. So a lot of these ranks seem to push... The, for the guys who have big discrepancies, the ranks do tend to push towards the points league aspect of where they're ranked. So just remember that when you look at Barrett, when you look at Westbrook, when you, where is Westbrook actually pre-ranked on Yahoo? He's at 60. Yeah, which... Well, sorry, he's at 78, which is probably around the points league area, although he could be, he could push significantly higher than that. And that that is, again, the problem with pre-ranks is that maybe they're trying to you know slot the middle there. Like he's sort of a category rank, sort of a points rank, and in the end, it means nothing for anybody. Ubre is 50 spots higher. I've got Dinwiddie 40. I don't know why I went so specific here on Dinwiddie. 40, and then these other ones. Dinwiddie 46 spots higher. He's struggled a little bit with his free throws. In the past, he's been an okay free throw guy, but he has a really poor field goal percentage. And in the past, he's really lacked steals and blocks. But he's going to score a lot. He's going to get some assist opportunities in Dallas. Steven Adams with his piss poor free throw percentage. And he actually lost quite a bit of his value in field goal percentage last season. He's a better points league guy, about 40 spots higher than he is in categories. And the double royal, Julius Randle. Where's the sound? Oh, there it is. He's about 40 spots higher in a points league as well because we know that he's going to get a lot of shots. He gets assists, he rebounds, but there's inefficiency from the field, from three. Steals and blocks are negligible. And he sometimes can have some struggles from the free throw line. And that's the recipe for higher in points leagues and lower in category leagues for the double royal. He's ranked 52nd on Yahoo. And I've got him 40 spots higher in a points league versus a category league. I think that's bears mentioning. And um, I know I have this argument all the time. Maybe I'm wrong. A lot of people just think, well, talking about the Knicks and Randall, they're like, well, yeah, Jalen Brunson's there. He's their number one guy now. And I honestly just don't see it. I don't. We've got two guys on this is Barrett and Randall for the Knicks. Like, is Brunson going to come in and have 30 usage while Randall and Barrett take a back seat? I would be flabbergasted if that happened. I just would be. And people think it's just a significantly better opportunity for Brunson going from the number two guy in Dallas to being maybe the number three guy in New York. Maybe he's two, maybe he's one. But I, I don't think it's that clear-cut, absolutely unbelievable situation where he gets to run everything. I don't really think that's Jalen Brunson's game as a complete aside to what we're talking about here. In terms of the other side of things, well, if the guys who lack defensive stats, the guys who have poor percentages, are the players who get boosts in points leagues, well, the guys who have good defensive stats and have really strong percentages without being necessarily high-level scorers, they're the guys that tend to get boosts in category leagues. So these players I've got significantly higher in category leagues. What about the Rock DJ? Oh, actually, no, let's do Bob Covington first. I've got his 60 spots higher in a category league versus a points league. And this has been a constant thing with sites and their pre-ranks, is that Robert, Robert Covington has generally always been much lower. Now, this year, it is a little bit different. Yahoo's got him at 101. ESPN's got him at 126. And I actually reckon that might be 
maybe a little bit on the high side even. But for points leagues, he's not a draftable player, I don't think, because he's going to have a smaller role. He's probably going to come off the bench. He's not going to play 33 minutes a night necessarily. He's also a year older. And I just don't know in a points league that you want to draft him. In a category league, we hit, we could have locked him in as a top 60 player who was ranked 120th on sites all the time. Now I think that he's probably more in that 100 to 130 range for category leagues. And he's sort of being ranked in that area. So it's probably caught up and been about right. I just don't think that he's going to be a sensational points league player. Or sorry, even a sensational... He might be all right. I don't think he's going to be that same Robert Covington. Well, he wasn't really that same Robert Covington last season either. So I think there is um, risk there. Look, he might barely be a top 200 points league guy, and he's probably just a later round category guy. Jaron Jackson, this is just purely off per game value. Of course, we're probably not drafting Jaron all that high given the foot injury. Maybe he's back, maybe he's not. I'm not taking the risk on it. But he's 50 spots higher in a in a category league versus a points league. He gets value from the high blocks. He's not a particularly strong rebounder. He hits some threes. His percentages are pretty good for a big man. And that really does boost him up in a category league. But for a points league, he's maybe not a top 100 guy. So I think there's about 50 spots difference between his category league value and his points league value. Now we get to the Rock DJ. DJ. Rob Williams, it's a big, big difference as to where he is ranked because he is, and and again, Yahoo's, and to a lesser extent, ESPN's tried to slide the middle here. Yahoo's got him ranked 35th. ESPN's got him 48th. You could make an argument that he's an early third, late second round player in category leagues, but he's not a top 50 guy or probably top 60 guy in points leagues. Got him 40 spots difference between the two. He gives you blocks, rebounds, field goal percentage. Yeah, some steals, some assists. They're not great numbers, but it's really in those specific... And even for some category league players, he's not even remotely close to a third-round guy. He's useless for you. But for some, he's super valuable. But again, they try to sort of slide in the middle there where Yahoo's got him at like 40, which is too low for category, too high for points. Trying to slit the middle between the two of the two different formats, and it leaves you in no man's land. And understanding that difference of these guys who have wide variations in their valuations is understanding where the value is or why this guy's here and understanding how rankings are made, what they're trying to do, and how you can exploit that difference. Draymond Green is 40 spots higher to me in a category league versus points league. He doesn't score at all. He might score eight points a game. But blocks, steals, assists, some rebounds. Sometimes he shoots well, sometimes he doesn't. In fact... Draymond. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Um, you know, it just doesn't it doesn't work for a points league. It's just not valuable enough. Yeah, you know, we where do we even draft? Where does even points league have Draymond ranked at the moment? He's well, not points league. Yahoo's got him at sixty eight. ESPN's got him at sixty four. Yeah, I'm not. He's barely a top one hundred points league guy. I think I got him forty spots higher in category leagues. Lonzo Ball, much like Jaron, we're worried about the injury. But his value as a guy that was easily top 40 in category leagues last season, it doesn't translate across to points leagues. Like again, barely probably a top 100 points league guy. He probably is a top 100 player. But with the injury risk, I don't think you want to go there. He's 55th in Yahoo. He's 45th in ESPN. And he's one of those rare players that they've gone closer to his category rank than his points rank. So if you're in a points league and you see him there at 40 or 50, you don't want to do it. The risk plus the lower value that he has in those sort of formats makes him really tough to draft there. 
So again, one of those players that you need to pay attention to. Herb Jones, one of those as well. Herb Jones's rankings are one of those things that he's going to get you confused. It's, it's going to get you confused because people will often look at total value. He played every game. They'll often look at turnovers, which again, I think is a really bad way of evaluating because of that high correlation in categories between assists and turnovers. It skews things. And they'll go, Herb Jones is a top 50 player last season, which if you're taking Herb Jones in round four, I think it's an insane move. It's actually a crazy move to do based on even what he did last season. His, his value is really high steals, really good blocks, hits some threes, and that's really like about it. That has value for sure, but it's going to be pretty skewed as to um, where he should end up being drafted. Look at Herbalife. Yeah, I've got him about 40 spots difference in categories versus points. Like this is not even considering the difference of having um, old mate Zion back. But then... I look at all this and say, yeah, when I talk Herb Jones and we talk his value, yeah, he is out of the sort of mix in points leagues, like really back end last round sort of pick. But Yahoo and ESPN don't even consider him a draftable player for some reason. He's not ranked on ESPN and he's ranked 262nd on Yahoo. That'll change, but just watch where it comes in. If it comes into 70, then they've just leaned too heavily on the lack of turnovers and the category stuff. If it comes in at 170, then they're looking at more of his points value. Kyle Lowry. Double cheeked up on a Thursday afternoon. RIP to that guy, the guy that does that clip. He passed away a couple of days ago. I was shocked. He's only 32. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm just playing that out of... I just introduced that sound drop for Kyle Lowry. And now that bloke's passed away. So RIP to him, tribute to him. And um, yeah, Kyle Lowry. 30 spots higher, I've got him. His scoring and usage is down, but his value in getting high-level assists and hitting threes is really, really valuable in category leagues. He's going to have concerns with injuries and missed games and all that sort of stuff. We, we, we know that. But I'm not sure he's a top 100 points league guy. They're skewing him a little bit towards his category rank. He's 80th on Yahoo. He's 66th on ESPN, which seems pretty crazy to me. Um, you don't want to go anywhere near him in that spot in a points league, but he's about 30 spots difference. And Brooke Lopez, who's not going to score much. He's not a big rebounder. He'll hit threes. He'll block shots. He'll be efficient. And all of that stuff is really important in category leagues. It's not so important in points leagues. So I think he's probably around the 100 mark in a category league. In a points league, he's a last round player with no upside. So someone you probably don't draft. Remember, he missed most of last season. And Yahoo's got him at 92. That might even be too high for category leagues. ESPN's got him at 206. Well, I can't explain that for a single second. I don't, don't know what that's based on. So understanding these are the major players who have big differences. A lot of guys are pretty similar within five, seven spots of their rankings, right? A lot of those guys are similar. John Rant, one who didn't get on this list on the other side, like he's a better points league than category league guy. Um, a lot of guys are similar, but there are some real differences. And to try and translate what I'm saying, if I'm talking points leagues, how does that convert to category? If I'm talking category, how does it convert to points? These are just some of the names you really need to pay attention to when I'm, I'm making that differentiation between the two things. Or if I'm not making that differentiation, and you're trying to do it in your head in real time. And that will do it for me today. Short show, we'll be back again with the magic show later on. Not the magic show, I'm not going to do tricks. We're going to talk about the Orlando Magic. 
that's going to be coming up later in the day. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. If you are here on YouTube, you know what to do. You thumb it up. You leave your comments down below, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.